just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Here we are, 100th episode, Coach Nick Davies, Coach Josh Greco. A bit of a celebratory episode. Coach, where are we right now? We are in a super cool place doing our leadership coach retreat uh, here in sunny North Carolina, Lake Norman. And I'm just trying to get all the ants off me. Ants <laughs> off me. Yeah, we're outside. We have a beautiful setting in the background. Lake Norman is in the background. And uh, we're sitting out at the pool here. So uh, is this the life of a coach? Coach, is this what we do every day? <laughs> Perhaps not every day, but this is definitely something that we, we should be aspirational towards, um, meaning like choosing what we want to do. Um, and we, I think that's what we coach to all the time, right? Living a life of more time, money, and fun than people you want to do it with. And like this is a big part of what we do for sure. And get creating the space you know, to be able to do that and give it back as much as we possibly can. Ah, that's maybe where we should dive a little bit deeper. Yeah, because we're talking about purpose stuff, and this is maybe the most meaningful way that we can spend our time. You know, we we set the course during these connections, and then we go out and execute. Right? Maybe talk to the importance of what we're doing here over these couple of days, and why is it important to us as, as an organization? So often we work with people or collaborate people or spend time with people that we, that we don't really actually connect. And you know, a big part of what we do at this retreat is bring everyone together and be immersive. But it doesn't take long. It's, it's just a couple of days. But if you're immersive over that amount of time, you can get a huge lift. It's a big thing that we work with clients on. But bring having that level of connection to be real, to to essentially like be around someone all the time for that couple, that, that those couple of days, you get to you get to see a lot more about what people are about, and it creates connections which last the year or last a certain period of time, which which you you can do a lot virtually, but without that having that, it's like maybe it even goes beyond virtually, right? If you go meet someone for coffee, that's real. It's just made from coffee in a day. It's one part of your day. You can get, you can be in a certain place for that hour or two hours, but you spend 48 hours with someone or a group of people. That it's an experience. It's a different thing. Yeah. So I think of mind scan, relator, doer, thinker, right? And the, the highest potential is that relator, the connectivity to the people. I uh, think about what we've been doing over these last couple of days. A lot of it is around our why and why we're here and why it's meaningful to us what we do. And it juices me up. Like I, I look forward to these because there's some sacrifices to be made. Maybe that's not the right frame there, right? But there's certain things in our daily lives that uh, need to be addressed or rescheduled or accounted for ahead of this. Mm-hmm. But we do that because it's worth it. So maybe dive a little bit deeper into how does this how does this propel you forward? How does this catapult you through to the rest of the year? Right? We're about halfway through. 
Q3 is just about to start. It's probably started by the time this episode comes out, right? So how does that catapult you forward? I think it's infinitely important to check in and be right. Uh, maybe maybe trade-offs rather than sacrifices. Uh, but it, it's an easy it's an easy thing to not consider coming and having an immersive experience to reset and where you are. Most people set plans at the beginning of the year, not people about often, but they don't check in until the end of the year or beginning of next year. So you've got one chance to get it right. Obviously, you can move things around in, in, through the year, but if you're not intentional with really getting the space, creating the space, that's the trade-off, right? Because on the face of it, it's like, oh, you're just going to go and spend a bunch of time. Well, yes, but it's it's the context of that time which is impactful, right? It's like time, <laughs> time is not, not all time is equal. You've got to be very, be very intentional with the amount of time. You can spend a week with someone but not connect. You can spend three hours with someone and have a connection that lasts a lifetime. So it's, it's really important to say, okay, well, what happened this first part of the year? What did we set out that we said that would happen for this year? And now, knowing what we do and what's transpired externally, what we've done internally, what we've created, are we still on the right path? Mm. Do we want to change the path? Do we want to change the destination? If something significant happens that's changed where we're going, do we want to make tweaks to it? That's the most important thing. How much of this correlates with what we do for our clients? <laughs> yes, everything. Like this is us walking the talk. We're on the other side of it. Right, right. we're on the, the other thing. side of it. Yeah. yeah. Being uncomfortable, being us ask, asking those questions, right? It's the things that we do every day as coaches. And a lot, a lot of the things we do, do today will be modeling what we do with clients anyway. With a, a two hat approach, right? Mm-hmm. This is how, like, this is how we do it. Like, anyway, this is how we do it today, like coach to coach, and this is how we might look at it as well. And so, as we're having some yeah. newer coaches come in, it's it's also showing that how they can use it practically with clients and also using it directly with us. Yeah, that resonates with me. I want to share a personal uh, perspective here. We'll just you know I sat down. We had the itinerary, right? We generally knew what we were going to get into. I had this moment yesterday, which is the first day of our uh, experience here, where I'm flipping through our guide, our guidebook, our study book, our uh, standard of excellence book. And I'm like, I've seen all this before. It's the same stuff. And I caught myself. Yes, that's the importance of, that's why we do what we do. Fully immerse and go back to what is working because that, it's such a awakening for me. Right, because we coach people to do that. We get, we get back to the simple things, the, the things that we know work. And even as coaches, we can take it for granted or run through the motions of some of those things. So when I caught myself, yes, like I, I signed up to be playful out here, and this is what this is what it is. And I ended up taking copious amounts of notes that I I, I probably haven't at, at previous uh, on-site engagements or retreats. And so for me, it's getting back to the simple things. And when I think I know it, diving in deeper, because that's when I can get caught, right? Yeah, as soon as you start to think you know it, that's that's like, it's like the comfort zone, right? I, I got it, it's all right, I'm all right. Because then that's, as soon as you think you know it, then you move into the comfort zone, and then it's comfortable for a while, and then you then devolve to the pain again. So yeah, that's a great warning sign to go, oh, if you see yourself going, oh, I've done this before, or oh, I know that, oh, I've seen it before. Like that's, yeah, absolutely. That's a, a good 
four warning signs that, that you're you're playing a game where you're not thinking how do I contribute? How can I get a bit deeper here? Or what's the next layer I'm looking for? Yeah. Oh, I'm above it. Essentially, is what you're saying. Mm, yeah, that's what I thought myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I've seen this one. Oh, great. So I can now actually play deeper on this. Like, mm. like, like playing a game. Like the first time you play a game, you've got to learn the rules as you're playing it. It's like you might you might get a cursory explanation of what the rules are before you start, but it's only until you start. Someone says, "Oh, here, play this game." You do this, you play that, and do that, and you win. And you're okay, got it, let's go. But it's only when you got it, and they go, actually, how do I do that? But you have to play to start to know what the rules are. You can say, I've played before, but all right, well, now you're actually playing. And if you were doing reps in that game, like you know, playing cornhole down there, right? So you know, I played cornhole before, so it's like, we'll throw that over there. Yeah, essentially, that's it. But then you've got, you've got some nuances and, and little things along the way to figure out and stand and what, what the scoring looks like. Mm. So the, the first game is going to be just figuring it out. And then you, if you play another game immediately, you've got, you're going to get a rep on top of the rep. And if you went and played three hours of cornhole, you're going to, every single time, you're going to get that continuous improvement and it's all going to stack. And you're going to be a lot better than if you just went and played one game of cornhole every every week mm. for the next like three months. Yeah, You still get better, but you wouldn't get anywhere near as good and like cost way more time yeah when and you mentioning immersive experience with the relator it's also part of the like that's the immersive experience of the doer mentality like the middle part of the mind scan um getting the reps mentioned is such a favorite term of mine but i like to you know any any skills that we have could be you know malcolm gladwell shout out like number of hours that you put in right so what you're just describing with cornhole you're putting in cornhole hours that's how i would describe that (laughs) Yeah, use the same thing for hockey or coaching, whatever, whatever it is, right? So the more that you put in, this is an, an opportunity for us to practice what we preach, get the reps. I think of a, a frame of like past, present, future, right? So you said, you, first thing you said was uh, like review the course that we set out. How, how are we doing? Are we, is that still important to us? Well, it turns out, you know, there's some level setting for the rest of the year. Some stuff has changed. Some stuff we've doubled, doubled down with. Yeah. So, all that is more important. That's kind of what I'm getting at, or what I was getting at with the, the catapult question. Either way, whatever we decide, we're getting more clarity and more commitment, no matter what it is, to the rest of our year. Yeah. So, Which is huge. Well, yeah, because the, the resistance could be that oh, I don't need to, everything's okay. Yes. Again, now then we're back to the same thing of I don't need to see it, I know I've had before. Mm. So, so it's it, dangerous. It is. <laughs> So that, if I'm doing Don't try this at home. kids, so I, I would do right now with a lot of clients, I'm doing my, my latest book recommendation I sent out to my most important clients. Part of that was, hey, let, let's do review of your accomplishments for the first half of this year. And it's something I often do. And for, for the half year, I think it's the most important time to do it. So I'll be doing that over the next few weeks as well. Just literally in a in a coaching call, just going through opening up the document, like, hey, what's been great this year? What have we accomplished? And really just digging all through that stuff. And as you do that, it just creates more and more awareness of the things you've done, the results you've got. And it always is there's always more than you expect. Always. And and then it gives you clarity as to okay, well that's awesome. Then okay, well now what do I want to do with that? And then from that place in even if you come out of that going, what I knew going in is what I is definitely the same as what I'm coming out. 
it just gives you like three more layers of certainty, mm. even if it's exactly the same outcome. Yeah. Because then you just go in, you just attack that, even if the actions don't change, you just attack the actions with more more determination, and then therefore the results you're going to get are that much more. Mm. I'd like to go deeper with that, uh, the progress that we make, right? Because part of all this is the more progress we make, right, the more that becomes possible. So we we stand on a new you know precipice of like what we can see and it's so easy to see even more opportunity out there and forget what we've accomplished already but right. what we can see is based on what we've accomplished so right. that is, is that how you see that and that's why it's so important to like hit that hard right like what, what have we accomplished already what, what are we standing on here yeah well it's like the mountaintop right like here's the mountaintop and i can see What's immediately there because it's literally my face, and then maybe I'm looking at the next mountaintop because that's where I'm going. And maybe it's a bit hazy, so I'm more concentrating about where I am and looking at like maybe the little nuances of stuff that's around me that doesn't feel quite so good. Oh, the mat, the snow on this mountain is not quite as fluffy as I like it to be, or you know, the, the tent is a little bit on the, like a rough side. And if you're looking at and, and you're complaining or observing the things that those little things around you, to me, that's always a symptom. We just want to let it that's all about something else. That's for me, that's a symptom of not being focused on where you're going mm. and and not knowing where you've come from to realize be grateful for where you are. Yeah, so having that contrast context scale, okay, where did I come from? Well, that journey actually, yeah, well, wow, like I remember the last few steps, but. And it was tough down there. I, I, I didn't you know, get through that like, for a while. Yeah. And then you stack that with that, the next part. Well, that was really, we had a lot of fun there, but man, I fell over over there. And then that, that part, and then that brings us up to here the last week. And now that was crazy already. Wow, it's crazy where we are now. I think we've accomplished. Where do we go now? Yeah. That's another personal perspective I can share. I feel like I'm just coming out of this stretch period myself. Yeah. Where maybe. For my normal uh, cadence, I was overscheduled. I was uh, stretched a little bit thin. I was in that uncomfortable place, right? Which is so great, and, and that's where my I'm thankful and express gratitude that I'm a coach because I, even when I'm in it, it still feels difficult. Yeah. And I coach people to it. I know it's coming for myself, and when I'm there, it still is a challenge. But it resonates with me to, to level set and to when you're coming out of that. Like I was focused on the stretch part of it, how uncomfortable it felt for me. And I feel like I'm out of it now or I'm coming out of it because what I've done is, okay, I celebrate all that I just accomplished during that time period. But what I've done is getting get even more hyper-focused on what, what that has given me the opportunity to do here. Right. So whereas my last response is how important is that? is it to hit the success this is now like it was important for me to redefine or to double down on or to get even clearer on where i'm going because of the stage that i've just gotten out of or graduated from yeah and you know what just dawned on me as well is that you have to also reconcile the new you because mm. by by definition almost the stretch is creating a different version of you so now you're you're out the stretch so you're not focused on the stretch so now you're like, oh, I don't even recognize where I am because I'm a different person. I shared this with somebody the other day. I think coming out of the stretch, like when I say that, I've returned to my previous schedule and it feels so easy to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what the, Is this the, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 
Yeah. And so it's given me, it feels like I have space to, to be creative and to find that future again. I didn't have that six weeks ago before I experienced that stretch. So that's a wild thing to think about. Wild. Yeah. And that, that can also prevent us from doing things because you look at the way you want to go and go, like, wow, if I have that, then, like, then I've got to be that. I've got to deliver to that every day. Mm. Like, if I have that much revenue in my business, then that means I have that many clients. That means I have this amount of work hours to complete for me and my team, let's say. How, how am I going to do that? But, so that might prevent you from going there going, like, you too much, you might be overwhelmed. But the only way you'll get to that place is having the right amount of people and the outlook to accomplish those things anyway. Right? So you, you know, to, in order to get to, let's say you've got one client, you've got 10 clients, let's say you're like a service business and producing a product, you have to have a team around you to deliver on that. You know, when you've got 10, you might need five people to deliver on that. And you, and you can't see it when you've only got one because you haven't gone through that process. You haven't got to that place. So you're not that person. By nature, does it have to be uncomfortable? I am not have to be, but is it by its very nature? Is it is it always uncomfortable? Well, what's what's comfort? Comfort is certainty you know what's going to happen. Security that you know what's going to be there and how it's going to feel. So, and if you want to change anything, then that has to change. I have to be okay with entering into the unknown. Yeah, and that becomes uncomfortable because there's uncertainty. Yeah, that variety. Which is another principle. Be okay. Like if you want something more, you can't just snap your fingers. You can't. You can have a strategy, but it's never a straight line. Part of that is the faith that uh, the uncomfortability, that face of uncertainty, is going to lead to something better. Yeah, that's why it's never the strategy. It's never about the strategy. It's about will you execute on it? Not not can you, but will you? And what prevents? is always the limiting beliefs around who you think you are or who you don't think you are perhaps how i identify myself am i a, am i a person who can do these things or do i see myself as achieving this end result that seems so big and large that's the limiting belief yeah so what does it start what's the baseline beliefs you've got so one of the, one of the coaches here yesterday was talking about uh, doing a certain activity he said that he didn't like doing this activity and he said I'll go so far as to say I can't do that and and for me that's like a, flag up, coach. <laughs> my flags up. that's like a cancer in your belief systems mm. if you tell yourself in one area I can't do that then it's much easier to tell yourself in another area you can't do something else it's completely fine to say I don't want to do something Everyone's that's everyone's got a different journey, but just be really cautious of that, right? Like if that's what I'm not going to do that, or I don't want to do that, it doesn't feel good. Of course I can if I want to. All right, move to the next thing. Much different than very. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, that's okay. Well, what else can I do? Oh. Right. It sucks. And also guarantees that you won't do that thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You close the door rather yeah. than. Rather than just you know, close it, locked it, throwing away the key, rather than trying to say, like, well, not for now. And that's right. okay. Maybe I'll go back there, maybe I won't. Right. I just want to take a pause, coach, and enjoy seeing this special, special edition episode. I mentioned at the beginning, of course, this is a special edition, right? If the others are, this is definitely one. 
enjoying the space that we're in here. It's great to be out here with you. Really I've enjoyed this journey. 100 episodes is a pretty special thing. It is, and yeah, it feels like it feels like nothing, and also it feels like the beginning. I want to hear more about that. Just a quick interjection. I feel like, well, I, I caught myself, you know, uh, 10 minutes ago. Like, is this a special episode? I think it's it speaks to the what, how we started, like the principles that we know. But this is another normal episode, but that's what also makes it special. And we also talked yesterday about celebrations and observing celebrations and milestones. Because you could say 100, it's just, it's just the next number after 99 and the one before 101. So why is it significant? Well, it's like, well, it's not in anything other than the meaning we're given to it, which is, you know, it's true anyway. So just choose where you want to say that it's special. So when we're, when we're creating milestones for whatever result we're trying to get to in our business or our lives, we want to do that specifically because no one else is going to come and do that for us. When we're looking at natural milestones, let's say, like, it would be a fairly easy thing for people to swallow to say, oh, we're celebrating our 100th episode. Whereas if you said to someone, oh, we're celebrating our 116th episode. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, then why 100? Because right. it's a random, it's just a logical logical place to go, oh, that's cool. But it's still it's still the same thing. But we don't do that naturally otherwise. Like we'll have, oh, let's celebrate we're celebrating the round number in our, our business revenue or our cornhole tournament. Or our cornhole tournament. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a it's a it's a place to just check in again. Same thing. Yeah. So maybe we can use this opportunity to begin to wrap with just share something, share a reason that it's special to you. And I'll, I'll challenge you. Like you can't say just cause it's a hundred, <laughs> but why is it special to you in this, in this moment here where we are today, just happening to be recording our hundred episode. Why yeah. is it special to you today? I mean, that, it's really significant to look back on and go like, how, did it happen to be that we record a hundred episode when we are at our leadership on-site retreat these two days when we did this twice a year? Mm. Just happened to fall. That's on. yeah, yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I think about the things we've talked about about this podcast in the previous uh, retreats. I just wonder if we fast forward in five years' time, what will that look like? Mm. Should we make an agreement to what what episode are we going to celebrate next? One sixteen sounds good. Five hundred comes to mind. Does that mean we're not going to celebrate the other ones, or it's not as big of a celebration? Two hundred, two hundred is pretty significant. Two hundred is significant as well. Fifty. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point to start to think about. Like, let's frame it right. What's what's the next one? Right. I I was thinking about what. What, what does it actually mean? You know, like if, yeah. if here's a silly example, right? Yeah. Market's crazy right now. Like car market's crazy. You could, could could have bought a car a year and a half ago and then probably sell it now for more than you pay for it. So there could be an argument. Go, like, well, why wouldn't you sell your car? You make you can make ten grand on the car. It's like, well, yeah, you could, and like, you need to go buy a cheaper car, and maybe then you end up with ten grand. But you might end up with a worse car, and what's the ten grand going to do? 
just to give you 10 grand to go buy a bunch of other stuff, don't they? Mm. Is it going to go towards something? Or is it just an opportunity rather than a direction? So what, what does it actually mean to you? Like if you're going, oh, I, I need 100,000 right now to do this thing because it means that thing because it fits my overall plan. And therefore that 10,000 is what I need to get myself over the edge right now. Or is it just someone trying to put an opportunity in your face? And you're more likely to succumb to that opportunity. <laughs> succumb to an opportunity. Isn't that an interesting way to think about it? Yeah. Distractions being a big thing, saying no stuff, then you're going to more likely to succumb to it if you haven't got a direction about where you're going. So for me, like 200 is significant, that's what I'm celebrating, but 500, if we've got 500 episodes. That means we're doing this for another eight years. That, that means there's some, <laughs> yeah, right. So, so I'm more like, well, that's when we get to 500, we're that far in, this is going to be a place where I, I can't even see right now. Yeah. yeah. What kind of technology are we going to have? Is this going to be the main backdrop for every episode by then? You know, we're going to be on the moon. Like, where are we going to be? <laughs> I might also think about like, how can we line up uh, even if it's an arbitrary number episode with something special mm. in our life, maybe the next time we're going to be together or uh, when we maybe have some milestones set for goals in our business, how can we, can we align a future episode, even if it's a random number with the end of this year or our next uh, retreat? Yeah. It'd be great to get some more feedback on this as well, right? Because we could, we could, have celebration episodes, right? Mm. Special, super special coaches calling on celebration episodes. Super special edition. <laughs> oh, the next level here. Mm. Celebration episodes, bro. Oh. So I, I'll I'll share my uh, my celebration today. Not just a hundred episodes, but and you you kind of touched on this. I thought you were going there actually. It's just the journey of this. Like to think about. I'm not encouraging anybody to do this, but if you go back and watch the first episode, <laughs> it is like, oh my God, first of all, what kind of haircut did I have at, at that point? But just the, the production quality, the, the, the flow of conversation. I, I mean, I guess we did as best we could. You know, it's still, there's still value there, but to do it a hundred times over every single week, I think to me, what's special is that we've made this consistent and a priority in our weeks. Yeah for two years, two and a half years straight. And for nothing else, I think that's something to be proud of for, from a commitment level. And I get so much out of these conversations and I look forward to it because I know I'm going to get something out of it every single time. Yeah, so that's special. Boom. And maybe as a celebration, we're gonna, I'm going to turn the camera around. We're going to get some teammates involved here. Maybe we can get some noise from the people in the pool. What do you think? Oh, yeah, let's try that. Hey guys, 100 episode of Two Seekers. Say something to the camera. A little noise, please. Yeah. Thank you. You've been a great audience. Coach, any, any final words here? Oh, couldn't say it better than that, Coach. A pleasure being in my business with you. Right, here's to 100 episodes and X number that we have no idea I'm out for. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>